Welcome to Cowboy Church with your host, Russ Weaver and Susie McIntyre. So sit back and enjoy some good singing, some great testimony, and some good preaching. Welcome to Cowboy Church. Hi, I'm Susie McIntyre. And I'm Russ Weaver. And we're here for Cowboy Church. Are you ready for Cowboy Church? That's you a ready good for question. Cowboy Church? I, I'm so, I stay ready for Cowboy yeah, Church. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. And so many of the messages that we do for Cowboy Church come out of Shepherd's Valley. Right. 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 So you're there. How is the church doing? It's you just moved good. to a different building. You know, the interesting thing, COVID kind of set us back a mm-hmm. while, like it did mm-hmm. every other church in, mm-hmm. the, in the country. And, and we, um, as soon as the governor said he thought he was going to lift the ban I love this your Sunday, ga- I love your we, uh, <laughs> governor. <laughs> we, started, we started church that Sunday. And I told mm-hmm. the people that Sunday morning, I said, I will never shut the doors again. There I will go. never shut the doors again. Because people got into a uh, habit of not yes, coming to do. church. And, and man, church is an important thing. The Bible says, forsake not the assembling of mm-hmm. yourselves together as the manner of some is. Now, I do realize that you may be at home and you can't go to church. You may be shut right. in or maybe you're one of the groups that has uh, a lot of difficulties health wise and you need to take care of yourself. Right. And, and so because of that, We've already got a we're ahead of the curve. You can come to Cowboy Church and you're here right now. We're glad to have you here. And and look, we'd like to get to know you. I mean, we don't know who you are, so we're guessing that right. what goes on, but mm-hmm. let us let us know. But you're here at Cowboy Church, so let's get after it. Let's let's have some good church, okay? <laughs> we're gonna have some singing. We're gonna have some really good speaking, and uh, we're glad you're with us. Welcome to Cowboy Church. Anybody got any joy here tonight? In spite of all the circumstances? One day I was walking in a world of sin No rest for my weary soul Then I met a man who said he'd be my friend All my burdens he did roll God took those worldly desires Gave me heavenly fire And now I've got a brand new goal And since I met this man
about the joy of Jesus tonight. No matter what the gas prices are, no matter what the political status of our country, we can have joy because we have Jesus. Amen? The world didn't give it to us, and the world cannot take that away from us. A few years ago, 19 to be exact, in July of 1989, there was a great tragedy happened in Cheyenne Frontier Days in Cheyenne, Wyoming. A champion bull rider went down in the arena that day and was killed, and the career bull riding career of Lane Frost was ended. His mama, Elsie Frost, and his dad, they came, his dad's name is Clyde, they came to me and they asked me to sing a particular song that was one of Lane's favorites. And I sang this song at his funeral. And that no matter what is going on in our lives, no matter what's happening, we have the assurance when we know Jesus that one of these days we are going to be in heaven. And it's a good thing that there's going to be green pastures, especially for us, that like the green grass for our horses and cattle. Troubles and trials often betray us, causing the weary body to stray. But we shall walk beside the still water with the good shepherd leading the way. Those who have strayed were sought by the master. He who once gave his life for the sheep. Out on the mountain, still he is searching, bringing them in for I remember when we first got this uh, 
facility here. One of the early Sunday mornings, I walked into the facility, and as I walked in and walked up and looked over that and began to pray about the service, and I looked into the arena, and there was this cloud that had gathered in underneath the roof and in the arena. It was underneath the roof. It was in the arena. You couldn't see hardly the bullpens unless you looked down under and it was, it was hovering there. And I thought, that's what God uses to symbolize the presence that happens under the covering. And that was the cloud that was over those children of Israel. And we need to be real before God and real before our kids. And as parents, we need to be parents that live it as well as talk it. Say, so, well, Russ, I don't, I don't live it very well, so I don't talk it. Well, then you, what you're doing is just throwing your shingle away. Guys, live it and talk it. It's the only chance your kids have for, you, for them to get to heaven is for you to be the leader. So, parents, you're leaders. It's a shingle. The next shingle is there's fathers. So, wait, 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 I'm a parent too. Yeah, you're a parent too, but you're also the father. And the Bible has put you in there as a covering over your wife. It says you are her covering. That means you're part of the shingle effect that keeps her pure before God and removes the enticements of being sick and tired of you because you're just a knucklehead and starting to look over the fence at somebody else who's nice. Hey, meddling now? Yeah, I am. Guys, spiritually, you need to be the one praying and covering that wife of yours in prayer and in authentic walk before God so that she can experience God's bliss taking care of her and she can step into Psalm 91 of being sheltered under the shadow of the Almighty. Then it goes to the bosses. The bosses, yeah. Who are the bosses? The people who are leaders over us. Sometimes you need to change the places that you work so that you have the proper covering. And sometimes you being the boss, your families that operate under your leadership are part of the people that you have to be authentic before God so you act as covering for them. There's a responsibility that goes with this. There's God's responsibility that never fails. There's our responsibility that needs to be faithful. And then there's the person under us that needs to be challenged. And we're part of the covering and we're part of the challenge of people that work and operate under us. And if I don't preach this message with me being the pastor of this church, then as a covering, I'm not doing a very good job. See, so you as parents, what you do is you take away the enticements and then you train them on how to connect with God for the lust that they have. And God will begin to give them the ability to control themselves and be humans instead of animals. Bosses, social influencers. If you happen to be a social influencer, it's not so you can have more people on your Facebook account and you can have more money in your pocket. If you're a social influencer, God has given you that so that you can be a covering and part of the shingle system over people that will listen to you. How do you do that? By being same, authentic before God, living it, talking it, 
preaching it, covering government officials, then above them is principalities and powers. You know what principalities and powers are? The angels. They're the angels. Two-thirds of them belong to God. One-third of them belongs to the devil. You need to be careful which shingle you're operating under. Some of us have allowed ourselves and our kids to respond to the satanic influences in the world so that the enticements are destructive in their decision-making process. And when you know that it's, it's, it's a principalities and powers, it's a spiritual thing, when you understand that, you begin to see things through spiritual eyes. Let me give you, for instance, remember the cloud? Remember I did this in the sunshine, in the shade? How do you tell the difference? You don't see a wall there, do you? There's not a wall. How do you see the difference? We're living spiritual existence. We, live, we are a spirit man that has a body. We're not a body that has a spirit. Our spirit man is going to live for eternity, and we need to learn to live in, in a spiritual sense. Now, that's not like, it's not that. Spirit is, is the natural way that we are. I can, tell, I can tell the moment a person dies. I can tell you when a calf dies. If you ever rope calves, you know good and well, there's times when them calves just don't make it. If you've ever had livestock, this is why our culture is so so lives in such a reality because we've had so many things up and down. We know life and death and we understand how it works. But I tell you what, I had, I had a, a deal, a sickness catch up with my calves one time. I couldn't keep them alive. They just one after another. It was like, it was like the plague. Just, and I'm telling you, I could walk out the next morning and look out across that field to where the calves were and I could tell you when one was alive or dead. And the way I could is you can tell life has a spiritual aspect to it. And when that calf is dead, I'm not saying the calves go to heaven, but you do understand what I'm talking about when life is still there. And when life is in us, we are spiritual beings. And when we cease to exist as a human with this flesh, we continue to be a part of, of the whole process by having spirit life going to the next dimension, which is heaven, if you're born again. If you're not born again, you're not going to heaven. You're just not going into heaven. And, and I am tired of people preaching people into heaven just because they feel sorry for them. If you haven't accepted Jesus as your savior, the truth of the matter is you're not going to heaven without it. So, so there are spiritual entities, angels, and when... When we live the way we're supposed to live, the Bible says he will put them as coverings over us. He will put his angels charge over us. And when we walk in the spirit as he's in the spirit, those angels are part of the protecting force. You ever heard of a guardian angel? Someday I want to write a song. I maybe ask Susie to do this song. Someday I want to write a song about a guardian angel who's standing before God and, uh, He's just kind of beat up. His wings are wounded. He's got, he's got, he looks like the mayhem men on the State Farm commercial. And, and he's just standing before God. 
<laughs> and he's waiting for his next assignment. And he starts telling God how he never wants to be another bull rider's uh, guardian angel again. And just start telling stories about how he nearly crashed the plane. He had to hold it up and the bull was dragging him off. He had to undo the rope, took a hook in and got in between the barrel man and the, you know, just all this stuff that goes with that. And as he's reminiscing, you know, he's, his heart's changing. And finally at the end, he goes, you know what? That wasn't all that bad. Just give me another bull rider. You know, that, that's my song or a poem or something. But, but we have guardian angels. And they're part of our covering process. And when they're part of our covering process, we do better because the moment we allow ourselves and our covering to be not godly part, but satanically influenced, he's going to make sure that your roof leaks. He's going to make sure that your life is miserable. He's going to do everything he can do to completely destroy anything about you because he realizes that his destiny is hell and he's going to try to make sure that everyone who God loves ends up there also because God has a plan here and the devil's trying to destroy you and take your shingle away when God's trying to provide a covering for you to stay where you're within God's comfort zones. So... Then, of course, the last one is the deity. That's the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Those are the coverings. But we are part of the coverings. We get to operate as part of those coverings. And in our prayer time, we begin to pray for people. In my prayer time, I pray for, for the people that are under my toolage because, under my leadership, because I want them covered and I want their life to be what it needs to be. I want them walking under the cloud. I want them walking under the pillar of fire. I want them walking... In, in, in sync with God. And I want them to be able to experience Psalms 91. Instead of the earth swallowing up these individuals like they did Korah. The hedge. This is a conversation between God and the devil. And the devil's upset because he's trying to get to Job. But God has put a hedge around Job where he can't get there. Remember that. God has put a hedge around him so that the devil can't get there. And the devil recognizes this. Job 1.10, he said, Have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, around all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hand. His possessions have increased in the land. And the devil's basically whining because God won't let him have his way. But what the devil didn't know, but what God knows is God sees the heart. And he knows where Job is. And what he said is this. He said, have your way. Have your way because... He doesn't depend on me for his heart to be right. That's his choice, and he's made the right choice. And you're going to find out. When we can make the right choice, and God allowed Job to go through all that garbage so that we could see when we make the right choice that God will make up for it, and he would put the hedge back around him. When he put the hedge back around him, the devil wasn't getting through anymore. And Job didn't fail because he went through difficult times. He succeeded because he had made choices while the hedge was there. Zechariah 2.5 For I, says the Lord, will be a wall of fire around her, and I will be the glory in her midst. He will be the hedge. These cities of the old, they're, they're metaphors for what this hedge is. The cities were, they were walled cities. They didn't have any, they didn't have any big covering. 
because they're all open. If you're in Jerusalem now, you'll see the wall all around Jerusalem. Well, that, that works really good before we had airplanes. Then in warfare with the airplanes, airplanes get to fly over and drop it in. So you need covering and you need walls both. Those walls were the protection. And as long as the walls are around them, there's two things a wall does. Is if what is happening inside the city is blessed by God, those walls make sure that there's a protection there. And then we see in a couple places where the people that were living inside the walls had rejected God. And because they had rejected God, the walls around them kept the blessings of God from coming in. So the walls are going to be there. The hedges are going to be there. And if we will understand how the hedges work, if we keep the glory of God on the inside of the hedges by living for God and making our, our decisions to be godly, what happens is those hedges become protectives against the enemy. And, and I'm, I'm going to keep going. I, this is my challenge that you keep your, tender, your, your heart tender before God as, as Job did. Because it allows God to come back in and make things work. It says, my son, if you will receive my words and treasure my command within you so that you incline your ear to wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. Yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as hidden treasures, then you will understand the fear of the Lord and find knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come up knowledge and understanding. He stores up sound wisdom for the upright. He's a shield to those who walk uprightly. So Psalms 5:11 says this. We're going to close with these. Let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let those who love your name be joyful in you. Psalm 32:2 said, "Blessed is the man to whom the Lord does not impute iniquity, in whose spirit there's no deceit. What we have in this relationship with God and this relationship with each other is we have a responsibility. We have the ability to make our own choices and we have the ability to be part of the shingle system that God uses to cover our family and that God uses to cover our community and that God allows us to be part of to provide coverings. And if we'll do that, then he will, he will cover us. He will hedge us and we will keep our hearts tender before God.